0: Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. Come inside, the show's about to start. Guaranteed to blow your head apart. This is the Shannon Smith Shooting Podcast. Gas it up. Howdy, folks, and welcome back to the Shannon Smith Shooting Show Truck Cast. As always, <coughs> the goal is to get more of these out more frequently, but this winter was uh, didn't quite work that way, and we'll see if I can get better about it. But uh, as always, thank you guys for joining me. I uh, appreciate the questions on Facebook and, and email, always giving me some stuffs to talk about. This week, we're going to hit... Uh, recap of the Florida Open and a pre-cap of the Multigun Nationals. So if you've got a three-gun buddy or a Multigun buddy that might not normally listen to the show, maybe you want to share this with them and tell them to click on over and check it out. I'll I'll have a note in the in the show notes or in the beginning of where the Multigun stuff is, is going to get started. Uh, I want to lead off by uh, just saying my condolences to the family of Ron Avery. and. Um, friend of mine who passed away this week, a long, long time shooter, a great shooter, great instructor. We weren't super buddy buddies and we lived on opposite sides of the coast, but we've shot together and against each other and on the same squad for for many years, always enjoyed hanging out with him, uh, the smart guys as far as instruction goes, and I've always appreciated that He he tied the competitive aspect into the tactical or law enforcement aspect of training uh, really, uh, intelligently I thought, and I used a lot of his uh, examples and in, in, in stories in my training as well, and, and some of his targets. He had the the dot target and the, and the bar target. If, you've, if you're an old Fast Academy guy back in the day, uh, you'll remember I used those targets a lot back in the beginning, and and uh, good stuff. So, sorry to sorry to hear that news. Uh, On to the Florida Open. Finally, I won the Florida Open in Open Division. Um, I've I've only missed a couple of opens uh, total. I, I wasn't here for the first for the first two. I moved to Florida in in uh, late 2000 in the fall of 2000, and I think '99 was the first open. So I missed the first couple, and I think I've only missed one since. I, I took a break from from shooting for a for a bit there in the early 2000s for a year and. I, think I missed that one but other than that i think i've been to every one and uh you know always a, always a challenging match and always had a reputation for a challenging match uh, and a reputation for good competition not only in the u.s but uh, a lot of international shooters have, have come over in the past and shot the match you know eric rafael shot it many years and uh, of course you know max and and uh, Blake and Travis and, and all the big dogs around here back in the in the 2000s always shot the match. It was always the you know, premier match in Florida. Big, big kickoff of the season match for the rest of the folks in the country. You know, everybody wants to come here in in February and get out of wherever it is they live that's cold and yucky and come down here and enjoy the good weather and, and enjoy some good shooting. Uh, and Dwayne and, and Ronnie and Wadette and Andy and Roy and and Jim and all the guys and Bob back in the day, always designing stages and 30 yard plates. And, you know, it's just always been, always been a tough match, always use the international targets, which is pretty commonplace for us now. But uh, but then that was something you didn't see very often in USPSA, uh, certainly not in the US. And, you know, that ate a lot of people's lunch when you're not used to shooting that target, you end up with a whole lot of Charlie's Delta's down at the bottom because the A zones not in the middle where where you think it is. Uh, this is always always a points match, always an accuracy match, and uh, always you know big stages. So I shot an open for a number of years, a couple of years anyway. When I first moved here, uh, you know Max was coming down in the day with AMU, uh, Burkett used to shoot it a lot, and uh, you know always I say battling with those guys, but I was a B or an A shooter, or maybe a master at the time, so I wasn't really battling with anybody. Um, and then got around to switching to limited about '03 eh, or something, maybe '02. I know. I remember I won the Florida State Championship in '04 for the first time, and then many years thereafter. So I guess that's about the time I was I was getting good. And Florida Open was always always that match, you know, always the match you wanted to win. And uh, finally, in uh, I think '10 or yeah seven I don't know whatever I won it one year in, in, in limited division so that was certainly a, a feather for the cap and something I was proud of and then back to labor plugging away over the years and as I've uh switched back to open over the last number of years with the world shoots and, and things like that you know again it's been a match I've wanted but now I was in the position of running the thing uh, at that point I was here at Universal full-time and you know that does not uh Despite what y'all may think, that does not condone uh, good performance when you're, you know, busting your nuts the week weeks prior to the match, building stages, and you know, shooting on staff day, and then running the thing all weekend. It's, it's, I'm not complaining because that's what I do. I'm getting pretty good at running <laughs> running and shooting match that way. Uh, it's my, you know, it's become my norm. But you're certainly not setting yourself up for for success. Uh, but this year, I don't know. I don't know what was different this year. It's uh, you know, it's a weird competition shooting is a weird thing it's uh you know it's one thing to to win a match and of course winning is always good and i've won a whole lot of matches in my career but it's another thing when you know a it's a special match you know a little bit bigger match and then more importantly when you have the competition there you know if you go in the 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 landfill classic uh, you know against nobody then still a win i suppose but Everybody knows, you know, and more importantly, I know. And I know I won a whole lot of matches where, where there wasn't what I consider uh, the top, the top realm of competition there, and that's fine. So, so, so have all those guys, and there's nothing wrong with that. And you know, I used to say, you, you, you can't control the flow of the ass; you can only kick the ass that shows up. You know, so you got no, you have no control over who shows up at a particular match. You just roll up there, do the best you can, and and uh, try and win. You know, but the Florida open. You know, you're always going to have heat there, and uh, you know this year was no different. Uh, so last year, I last year I, I won in PCC, and that was I was just kind of goofing off over the years, uh, over that over that off season, playing around in PCC and enjoying that. And that was a super tight race against a um, you know a three gun guy that was a hell of a rifle shooter, uh, won by the skin of my teeth. And then you know this year again, I haven't really put the time in what I considered yet. I uh, had the off season, well, we don't really have an off season, had the holiday week break, and uh, really hadn't got back into training hard yet. I hadn't really touched the open gun since the nationals. So Florida State, I, I shot carry optics. I think we talked about that just cause I was not ready and goofing. And then kind of the same thing here. So I didn't really have, I didn't put the practice in yet this year. I got out for maybe two days, you know, two two sessions. Uh, as you've heard me say before you know number one you got to make sure your gear's running if you're not going to have you know the time to put into practice at least make sure your stuff's clean working order and and ready to rock so i was you know able to accomplish that and then shot on thursday which is our staff day uh for the open and dave jenkins my good buddy uh, was the match was the uh, range master and uh, it was his idea he volunteered to to not shoot with staff on Thursday. And he was gonna shoot the match on Friday. Uh, I was gonna try an RM you know, for him so he could shoot as well, but he actually ended up doing most of the RM in any way himself. Uh, but that was nice. That at least allowed me to concentrate a bit more on shooting than normal. You know, you still get pulled away for stuff, especially getting the match rolling on staff day. And we had people that uh, didn't have guns and were borrowing stuff and renting stuff and getting gear. And so I, you know, I missed the first couple of stages until I could get everything kicked off and I could go uh, I could go join the squad, but after that, you know, I was able to shoot with the squad for the day, kind of sort of like a normal person, uh, and that was nice. And uh, it didn't feel like anything special, you know. It's a pretty typical match for for me in terms of design for the Florida Open. I felt it was a higher accuracy match than norm. We didn't use uh, we didn't use a lot of no shoots, only on some partial uh, or some moving target systems and last year we did the hardcover thing uh, we didn't do that this year uh, so this year we, we we had we had some hard cover but this year we tried to achieve it through distance and then we did our half targets so a lot of the swingers had half targets on it uh, some at distance so that presented a unique challenge and I try to I try to give some of the shooters that you know they haven't seen before or haven't seen very often you know or something that's going to challenge them and so you know, as the day was going on I felt like I was shooting okay I wasn't displeased with my shooting. Uh, I didn't feel like I was setting the world on fire. I uh, missed a couple of reloads had uh, two penalties, one on a swinger. I forget what the other one was I think it was just on a distant target or something uh, but all in all, finish out the day was you know happy the way I shot a couple penalties for Florida open. that's not too bad but you know you're on staff day and you just never know so I didn't know. How good it was going to be. Uh, Friday rolls around. Uh, JJ shot on Friday, and Chris shot on Friday too. Chris Tilly. you know, so you got the current, the current Open National Champion, the current Limited National Champion, and uh, former multi-time Open National Champion. Uh, and and that's the that's the the crappy part about shoot on staff day. Is I was done. You know, there's nothing I could do at this point. All I can do is watch them watch them rack up the points. I'm I'm not going to get any more points. In fact, quite the opposite. You know, I I had a lot of stage wins up at that point, and those were going to start uh, start ticking away, and so my points were going to drop and theirs were going to gain. And and there's nothing you can do about it. So I'd I'd be lying if I didn't you know if I said I didn't watch the scores throughout the day. I've got obviously match stuff going on, but uh, I do keep an eye on it. And I don't know why I keep an eye on it. I even said to Trent, the staff guy from time to time. I don't know why I do this to myself, but just got to know. You know. So I'd check in and figure out the points and where I was standing and how much they had left. And again, I'm not sure why. There's nothing I can do about it, but just something I do. Uh, so I watched them throughout the day and JJ was having a good match. Um, Chris was having an okay match, but I was hanging with him pretty well. Uh, JJ was, was out front based on what we what we had already shot. And... Uh, i thought he was going to get me but he had a issue or two there at the end and ended up dropping some points and, and i was able to stay ahead of him by just i think just like seven points or or less so crazy crazy tight and you know not only he's a friend of mine but he's a hell of a competitor and man has he really turned it up a level uh this last year got the time put in now he's putting in work and it certainly shows uh clearly from his nationalist performance you Come to a back-to-back-to-back national championship and uh, you know win both of them, two of them against the best in the world and damn near win the win the third one with three different platforms. So that's you know, that's unheard of and never been done before. So really you know pleased and proud to, to come out on top of him. Any anytime you can do that, you've had a you've had a good match. However, it wasn't over yet. still had a formal national champion Cody Baker to shoot on the weekend and then Lesgar Murdoch my Florida nemesis to shoot on the weekend so the sweating continued and that was you know two more days again nothing to do about it but uh just sit and watch and again after the first day it looked like you know I was hanging with Les fine but Cody was killing it and man I came down to the last stage so again I'm watching his his last few stages on the score sheet I mean on the tablets as they come in and uh you know i got in by two 2.5 points so nine nine point nine nine something 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 percent and uh you know one one delta you know charlie charlie and a half it's just it's even though i've seen it a lot uh i've been on both sides of the equation a lot especially this last year and pcc multi-gun uh florida open it's happened to me a lot of times on both sides. You know, some I've won, some I've lost. So I've been in that position. But it's just—it's really hard to believe that after all that, you know, three, four days of shooting, 300 and some rounds, 1,600 point match, that it comes down to, you know, one single pull of the trigger. And you know, for JJ included, you know, he was within one shot as well. So, you know, I said it on on the Facebook. But you know, one pull, one one single pull of the trigger. For better or worse, uh, for any three of us, and it changes the results of the match, and that's pretty crazy. But uh, you know, Cody's congratulative, and he's a great competitor, national champion, obviously. And uh, I would say I was sorry he didn't come out on top, but I'm not, and I'm sure he would. Uh, he would feel the same way. So we will we will battle again, I'm sure. And I, you know, everybody uses that term, we'll battle each other. But again, suck sucks shooting on staff day when you don't really get to. You know, get to to change your game plan based on based on scores or how somebody else is doing or you know whatever. Not not that I would necessarily, but it's uh, I'll be looking forward to getting to some matches where I can get out there and and shoot with them. Uh, so a great match. Hope you guys can come down for the next one. It's uh, three divisions now. Maybe I'll shoot a revolver next year. Who knows? Uh, so on to multi gun multi gun nationals coming up. A little little prequel of. Of what's going on this is the uspsa multi-gun nationals so three-gun if you will and you know a whole, whole lot going on in, in a lot of different realms in the in the three-gun world multi-gun world uspsa world that type of stuff and if you're in the game you're you're familiar with what's you know what i'm going to talk about and what's going on uh, i have completed this is um this is march one as i record this i'll probably get this released on monday but uh, i've completed the stages on paper. Uh, They're off to the range master for final approval. We've already talked about it. He's pretty good with them. So I'll have those, I'll have those posted uh, next week uh, along with other information, matrix and matchbook and and that kind of stuff. Uh, You know, I don't have a lot of of three gun experience. I I still don't think I do. And, and certainly not USPSA multi-gun three gun experience. I've, I was at the multi-gun nationals last year in Vegas and that's my only multi gun nationals experience. So, you know, maybe that's a good thing. You could look at it as well. He's inexperienced. So I don't want to shoot his match, or you could look at it as, you know, he's inexperienced. Maybe we'll get something new, some new flavors and, uh, you know, new, some fresh ideas on and fresh take on stage design and match flow and that type of thing. You know, so my, my experience comes from, you know, local, local yokel three gun back in the day, and then to more recently, a lot of three gun nation, and uh, the area six multigun, which I say that's my experience, but that was my that was my invention. I, you know, they they'd had it in the past, but they hadn't done it in a number of years till I brought it back. And I say they, I don't even know who they were, but uh, you know, I had never heard of that match until I started it back a few years ago. Um, so I, you know, I I designed that based on my experiences as well, my experiences with three gun nation and and my experience is running the local local level stuff. Uh, you know, when I decided to do the, the local three gun match uh, a number of years ago, we, we kind of had to pick a rule set. Uh, you know, UML was not around at the time uh, of this decision. There was, you know, Outlaw, um, three gun nation, that was a thing then, uh, or USPSA and, or nothing, you know, or make up my own thing. And the really the reason I went, the reason I went with USPSA, and I even pulled our local guys, and they're like, "Oh, we don't care, man. We just want to come shoot." Uh, the reason, you know, the reason I chose USPSA is I'm a USPSA guy. You know, I've we we, we run their pistol matches, we run major matches under their rule sets. Uh, I support them. I, I appreciate what they've done for the sport. I appreciate their history in the sport, etc. Uh, yeah, maybe they haven't nailed down the the multi gun rule set or, or procedures, but uh, the biggest thing they have is a rule set and procedures. You know, you look at some of these other, and Three Nations is better about it, and I'm not sure how UML is gonna be, but you know, a lot of these other outlaw stuff, they, you know, there's nothing really cast in stone, and a lot of times they make it up as they go, and and that's fine if you're doing one match a year, or you're doing your local, local level stuff, there's zero wrong with that. But, you know, if people are gonna travel and gonna to come to your event, uh, they need to know, you know, pretty precisely how it's going to run, what rule set they're going to run under, what to expect and what to not expect, et cetera. And the nice thing about USPSA is they've got that. You know, whether you like them, like the rules or don't like the rules, like the procedures or don't like the procedures, they're there, you know, pretty much in black and white. And, you know, that was the reason I went with it uh, for the local stuff. That's the reason I went with the Area 6 multigun. We could have done Universal Shooting Academy three gun Palooza or whatever. But I like the fact that there is a black and white rule set, again, whether you agree with all the rules or not. Um, so I shot in, in Vegas last year. As I said, that was my only experience. And I mentioned this on, on a Facebook forum or a group the other day. You know, Pete Renzing was the, was the uh, mass director out there for the last number of years. <clears throat> I haven't met him yet, although we've we've talked on the internet but I've heard nothing but praise for all of his stuff. And I said this on the Internet. There's nothing I haven't said to him. But, um, you know, the stage design out there wasn't really what I like. Again, not not good or bad. Just the flavor wasn't what I'm looking for. And, you know, by all accounts, none of his other matches are like that. So maybe he felt hamstrung a little bit by some of the USPSA rules or it was a directive from USPSA. Who knows? And, again, wasn't bad. Just kind of not the flavor that I'm looking for him. Um, I need to get out there and shoot one of his other, other matches someday. with sure fire or one of those big ones that everybody raves about. I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's awesome. Uh, so that, you know, that was some things I want to change and then stuff that's, you know, outside of his control is, uh, the USPSA procedures in terms of gun handling and, and arrival at the, at the, at the stage. Where does this gun go? What can you do with that gun? And that type of stuff was confusing. Uh, i think it could be done better within our rule set in fact i know it can be done better uh, within our rule set so you know that's one of the things that i'm, I'm really going to work on with the range master here uh, we've already talked about it he's on board you know he's confined by the rule book as well you know, in certain in certain aspects and instances for sure but there's things we can do to make it better than it has been and you know attendance may be down a little bit this year for who knows for a lot of reasons it's a a big venue change across the country when it's been out there for a number of years. That's part of it. Three gun is, as in my experience be is has become and is becoming more and more regionalized as there are, there are more major events to go to, you know, you don't have to fly around the world now to go to a three gun, which is a major pain in the ass with three guns. You know, people are kind of sticking more in driving distance and there's there now there's matches that you can do that where before there maybe wasn't that many matches. So that's part of it. Um, but I still think USPSA rules the roost in, in action shooting. And, you know, I hope to help to, to bring, uh, the prestige of the USPSA nationals. Uh, yes, even the USPSA multi-gun nationals back to where the best shooters in the world want to be here and they want to compete for that title. And again, back to Florida open. You know That's what it's always been about for me. And everybody goes, to not everybody, but many people go to matches for different reasons. Um, you know, some people go solely for the fun of shooting. Some people go to a particular match because of the reputation of their stages. Uh, the stages are great and they have a good time shooting the stages. Uh, I go because I'm a competitor and sure, I like better stages. I like fun, challenging stuff, but I'm going for the competition. You know, I don't care if we shoot 15 El Presidentes in a row. If I'm there against J.J. And, and Rob Latham and Todd Jarrett and Jerry Micklick and you know, all, all the greats of the sport, that's, that's what I want to do. I want to go against those guys uh, regardless of what we're shooting. You know, the, the better guy is always going to come on, come out on top uh, regardless of the stages. So, so, yeah, we want great stages, but I want, you know, I want the prestige coming back to where if, uh, if you're a competitor and you want to compete against the best, you know this is the match you want to go to that that's that's one of my goals out of it in order to do that uh we're gonna to have to put on a good show you know a lot of those guys are coming uh they're already signed up horner and amu guys and uh Miklick and Jarrett, and, and a lot of a lot of names i'm gonna forget right now but there's a lot a lot of a lot of the big dogs are here uh there's a lot of big dogs in three gun that i don't know uh, you know a lot of names that, I, that i'm not familiar with that 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 shoot the other three gun sports that shoot the outlaw uh, and i don't know these guys um hopefully some of them are coming uh, but i think that's what's going to breed and bring your 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 lower level your average shooters out because they want to they want to go up against those guys too uh, i know i did when i was coming up in the in the shooting world you know i wanted to go against the best i wanted to see how i ranked against the best and in order to do that we're gonna have to put on a good show we're gonna have to be customer friendly and you know give a good experience to the customer and that word will spread, you know. So it may not be the best turnout in the world this year, but hopefully, my goal is we put on a good show. Everybody gets on the interwebs and says, "Hey, man, this this was different. This was different. They they put on a good show for reals." And uh, you know that word will get out there, and we'll bring bring some people back. It's not going to be a, a you know super crazy physical like run three hundred yards, climb a uh, climb a ladder type of match. But it is going to be, again, in my limited experience, it's going to be more physical than the than the than the match last year. We have some double base stages, so it'll be a little bit of a little bit of sprint work in between. Get the cardio up. A uh, little, little bit of a jungle run on the on the rifle stage. We'll be going out to. I haven't lazed that position yet, but it's going to be more than four. Um, but Probably less than 450. So, you know, somewhere in there, I'll be the be the most distant shot. There'll be a number of targets in the three to 350 range but uh, i'm using you know larger 12 12 18 inch targets so it's you know again, it's not going to be a sniper match uh, the limited guys are going to be able to see the target and then a lot of bay style stuff obviously because we have we're at bay range we do have the new rifle range so we have two two long ranges uh one medium range with a with attack bay stage and then a lot of bay style stages but uh, it, it's not going to be like three gun nation in, in terms of accuracy requirements inside the base. You know, again, I'm known for an accuracy guy, and there's no reason you can't aim a little bit with a rifle. So, you, you know, you're going to see uh, more partial targets than I've than I've seen in my, in my three gun experience. Uh, you're you're going to have to aim every gun uh, multiple times throughout the match. You know, there's going to be some fast stuff in there, but but there's going to be uh, a significant amount of aiming. And then one of the things I've done is, and I'm super thankful for these folks for stepping up, but we have a lot of the local three-gun studs, as I call as I call them, um, that have come out to RO. So, you know, a lot of the guys that I compete with on the local level that are young, they're fit, they're fast, uh, they can see, they understand the game, you know, they've graciously stepped up to work as staff uh, for the match. So. Some of them have USPSA experience, you know, some of them are certified, many of them are not, but we can, we can bone them up on the rules. And more importantly, you know, they understand what's going on. They can keep up with the shooter, they can call the hits. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about that. Hopefully that'll, that'll aid to our, our good reputation of putting the customer first and put on a good show as well. So I think that'll close us up on the multi-gun stuff. I uh, appreciate you guys listening. If again, if you got a multi gunner that's on the fence about the nationals, we got room. Share this with them and tell them to come take a chance on me. And I will see you guys on the range. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There <laughs> behind the glass stands a real blade of grass. Be-